Do you have any of those on you? I wouldn't give one to you. Well, I'm in the room with you. <laughs> well, you can just leave it at my door, knock and run Good, away. Because later I'd be, you know, walking down the street and see you humping a lamppost or something. <laughs> it's frightening. Listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Welcome to another episode of Air Out My Shorts. Hi. That was the Word Whore. I'm Preston Buttons. <laughs> That's all I had to say at the moment. I'll warm up. Oh, good. You're going to have to move in a little bit. Okay. What else is new? He's always trying to get me closer to him, and, you know, it's just a big ploy. It has nothing to do with the levels of the sound, so you can just write in and please confirm that. My levels are fine. She's on to me. Uh, we've got a guest uh, with us. We've had thousands and thousands of people emailing us, telling us that Preston Buttons and the Word Whore both need professional help, so we sought it out on your behest. advisement. <laughs> At your behest. It behooves us to bring you... Dr. Terrence Van Melt. So, uh, where do we go from here, then? Well, we're, we're going to have a free, on-air, psycho-evaluation. I see. Okay, Don't well, Don't you uh, point that thing at me. You're gonna like it. I was, was talking about the mic, by yeah. the way. You'll take it and you'll like it. You're still talking about the mic, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Good. Well, I've only been here a matter of uh, 52 seconds, and already I can see we have some issues to work with. Okay, we're ready. <laughs> Give us the story. What's wrong with this, doctor? <laughs> you know, I'm only here for counseling because she asked me to come. I think it's too early at this juncture to say what's wrong with you. I think there's uh, we need to address some issues of uh, hostility, hostility, maybe from some of your callers. You have a little predisposition to that angry man guy. Oh, no, angry no. Phone guy. You're not here to assess angry phone guy. He he has a, a team of psychologists working around the clock. Trust me, he, he just doesn't need another one. The man yeah. grew up in a rubber room. All right. Is there a current issue that the two of you are struggling with right now that needs resolution? Issue sort of encompasses uh, everything. It's like a, on a genetic level of issue where you can't even pinpoint specific ones because the whole fundamental thing is fucked up. All right. Well. No, 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 no. See, you're just dancing around the issue. You're jealous of me. I'm jealous of you? You're jealous of me. That's all, that's all there is to it. That's the bottom line, and you just need to come to terms with this. Word whore, let me ask you a question. Then, What do you think Preston Buttons is jealous of specifically? Specifically? Is it your, your oh my vast god. Beauty, your we'll, wonderful intelligence. We'll be her here ass. all day. <laughs> He's very jealous of my ass. Right? Yeah, I just can't get mine to look like hers in jeans. <laughs> well, yeah, but you've admitted that. I'm talking about the, the issues you have not come to terms with. Like like my rapid rise to stardom. <laughs> what stardom would, would that be? Oh, all of them. <laughs> All of the stardoms I've risen to. All right, maybe you should just uh, outline some of your recent successes. 
with fame and fortune. Mm -hmm. And then I will look at uh, Preston uh, Button's reactions to each of them. And uh, maybe by seeing his uh, facial expressions, I could see if there is actual jealousy there or not. Okay. Well, for one thing, well, that's a very clinical but, approach there, doctor. <laughs> I'm a clinical psychologist. <laughs> but you pay me big bucks to be here. It's not going to be, you know, by regular people's assessment, things to be jealous of. It's just things. It's restricted to us, you know, like like star fucking for one thing. Star yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah, yeah. personalities that you've had you know, intimate relationships. Were you supposed yes. to say something about Tim Curry? <laughs> no, that's without getting into specifics. Preston is jealous that I've slept with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of celebrities, and he has yet to sleep with a human. <laughs> Already we're off to a good start here. I what mean, was his facial expression, doctor? <laughs> utter terror, I must say. How do you know that? You want me to First, answer? You don't know that. Let's, let's you get don't the facts know that. straight. Before we, in order for us to decipher the issues, we need to know what the actual facts are. So maybe you should enlighten us word more. Which celebrities? And oh, no. I, I can't do that. I can't do that. That's that's an entirely different show. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the, the word for star-fucking uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's going to lead up to promoting my new book, Star-Fucking 101. <laughs> Celebrity conquests for the young girl. Preston, are you upset that you haven't been with Brad Pitt yourself? <laughs> well, you know, it's not for want of trying. Uh, but yeah, it's a little disappointing. I'm actually offended by that. I wouldn't sleep with Brad Pitt. Again? <laughs> I don't think this doctor's here to help us at all. <laughs> well, I think he's just stirring up shit. Like, did you I'm see trying, credentials? I'm trying to be honest with him, and you're just being evasive, and he's just... Fishing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think he's a spy for the In Inquirer. In order for me to do my job something. effectively, I have to ask the questions that will bring out the truth. Okay, so, you so ask another light. question. Uh, I would need to get you on my couch for that, actually. Is there a couch in the studio? Good I've used that God. line before, too. Okay. How would you like to be in a movie? <laughs> I just can't win. It's all about ramming that thing in my face and getting me on a couch. Preston, are, is it true that you have some sort of jealousy issues with the word whore and her vast sexual escapades? I don't know. Jealousy might not be the right word. What's the word? Loathing. <laughs> Loathing. Who specifically are you loathing? It's a self-loathing thing. Do <laughs> Dr. Melt has uh, a... Based on a foundation of... Little gas of, of problem. En envy and self-denial. I understand that also, uh, in, the, in terms of assessing the two of you, which is going quite well so far, I'm learning very much about the two Yeah, but we're not learning shit. That's the problem. <laughs> and we hired you, so you should be giving us something. It's not about you learning anything. I think Dr. Melt's a fucking fraud. That's what I think. If you want me just to sit here and spin off a whole bunch of cliches, I could do that for you. Okay. Right? Tomorrow will be a better day. <laughs> that would make me feel better. Tomorrow will be a better day, but won't I, it? I was, I was she's looking is... for self-affirmation, I yes. think. Yes. Okay. We'll start with that just to assuage your, your fears. He, <laughs> everything you have done in, so far to date has been right. Thank you. For you at the moment. That is true. But uh, if there's to be any beneficial future behavior, maybe we can... Maybe see things from a different angle. Like? And get you to perceive things. For example? What is your fascination with celebrities? I have no fascination with celebrities beyond the fascination anybody else on the planet has. All right, Preston, what, uh, what 
Uh, I'm fascinated that there's a there's a benefit to electric boogaloo. <laughs> Maybe they'll make movies together, or did they? Is that how they met? I yeah, don't... that's how they met. That's yeah. how they all meet. Tell you Hollywood. It's one big swingers party. Hollywood. And I'm not invited. La 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 la. Hollywood. La 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 la. Ba da da ba da 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 da. Too bad we don't know the lyrics. Or we could have done the whole I think thing. The, I think those were the lyrics. What you don't know is that we're both Sparkby and Sequins. And Always in the booth that uh, air out my shorts. Always. Sequins. Sequins. Is that what you meant? Sequins, sparkles. Oh, yeah, and the balloons Follies. and confetti that fall from the ceiling. And the dancing girls. Well, we talked about the cheerleaders. That didn't happen. That's true. Not yet. Hey, no, we haven't no, talked. We haven't. We haven't, we haven't talked, talked about, about the cheerleaders yet. Not yet, <laughs> but we will soon. In an episode again, possibly to follow this. Our one, time or machine to has before. foiled us again. Quick to the TARDIS so <laughs> other, we can re-record. Other way around. Oh my God! What's wrong? Harry Potter's book comes out tonight, and we're oh, no. in the studio. I've seen myself. The time-space continuum is is corrupted by the paradox. I cannot make it. Spock. Would you have sex with Spock or Kirk? Given the choice. Now this I could learn. From. Jeez, I I don't know. One or the other. Only person you'll have sex with again for the rest of your life. <laughs> do, 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 I have sex do, with both do, of them every time I watch an episode. No, I want a choice. I want one over the other. Wow, I do want one over the other. That's like a major fantasy. <laughs> I would really like to see that. Kirk and Spock entwined. Not only do you have to answer that question, you have to explain your answer. Because yeah, well, only from, I, from you know, I, I was thinking that you know Spock probably has a better body, uh, but he's a, he's uglier than than Kirk. Kirk is sort of like dumpy. Yeah, de- well, it depends. Are you doing old Kirk or young Kirk? Well, even young Kirk. Well, no, I guess. Oh come on! I young, don't know. He always... Young Kirk was stocky, but in a despite the answer that good any stocky kind of way. I think the question itself. Do has we some need merit. Dr. Melt here? Is he really helping us? I don't know if he's helping us. I think we he's just here for the mind. free booze. That's what he's here for. Well, yeah, that's what we're here it's for. It's interesting too. that you asked. I'm really sorry that I promised him a blowjob in exchange for the, this. Uh, a studio assessment. audience that is not correct. It was Preston Buttons who promised me the blowjob. <laughs> See, the question to her was going to be, you know, uh, oh, Yukura or, or uh, Ensign Yates or Yeoman Yates or whatever her name was. What is my question? And you, no, you have to answer first. Uh, I'll say Kirk, you know, because he's the captain and everything. Might as well go straight to yes, the top. Yes, because when you need to say, Captain, oh, Captain, you want to mean it. I thought you'd be more interested in uh, Captain Picard, and then you can yell out, Engage! Engage! (laughs) Make it so! Do you have a thing for bald men? It's not a bald issue at all. I I have a thing for... for Older Frenchmen. Older men. (laughs) No! Older Englishmen pretending (laughs) to be French? I have a thing for older men. French doesn't come into play at all. There's a, there's a, a Star Trek 
drinking game that where one of the things was you know oh. take two shots when uh, Picard, when Picard speaks, speaks French. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a fun game. And when uh, he we tried playing that, one yeah, time. when he adjusts his uh, his oh, yeah, shirt, when he pulls down his shirt, which is often yeah. you have to take a shot. Every time. That alone can get you drunk. Every time Dr. Crusher says, I've never seen anything like it before, you take two shots. My God, one episode, you can be on the floor a puddle of green goo, which then Kirk would sleep with you. You actually ran into Captain Kirk, literally. I did. Tell the story. Oh, God. Well, is Mr. fucking Dr. Fuckhead over here going to assess this because it was just a, a regular incident and nothing worth couch time for. Would this be one of those celebrities that uh, would make the list for Preston Buttons to be jealous of? Well, he's already said he would pick him over Spock, so yeah, he might be jealous. <laughs> There's so much in a touch. It was more than a touch. It was a full-on fucking sidewalk banging. <laughs> meaning you walked into him. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I walked into him. I, I was in the process of moving, and I had all of my dry cleaning done at once, which uh, ill-advised, very ill-advised. Um, you know how those wire hangers dig into your hands when you're carrying big bunches of them over your shoulders? I had one in each hand, big, huge bunches of them. It hurt like hell. I'm plowing down the street. I've got dry cleaning over both shoulders. I've got my head down because I need that, I don't know, whatever, that balance. Distribute the weight. Yeah. I plow head first into somebody's chest uh, uh, really fast because I'm trying to get this over with as fast as possible because it was painful because my hands were bleeding. I look up into this total stranger's face and I say, I'm sorry, Captain. I wasn't watching where I was going. It was fucking William Shatner. I called him Captain. To which he replied? I kept walking because I was so fucking embarrassed and mortified. And uh, I made it a block and a half away. I turned around and he was still standing in the same spot laughing. Uh. But I was glad to know that he realized I'd done it accidentally and didn't think I was a fucking raving lunatic geek. Had you recognized his face what at that point? Fuck? Well, um, apparently, <laughs> subconsciously, I, I have no idea. I called him Captain. I felt like an ass. Ooh, Preston Buttons has to pee, but for some reason he's not announcing it, so I'm announcing no, I, it for him. I'm uh, going to get a drink. Oh, Drink, pee, whatever. So while Preston's gone, I think you can be honest with me. Because uh, I don't think you have been. I think you've been afraid to look in his eyes and tell him the straight dope. He's jealous of me, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I I can't deny it. I myself am jealous of you. And I've only known you for a short period of time. What do I do about this? Well, you obviously enjoy his company. The show wouldn't be as enjoyable without the two of you. You have to have the yin and the yang. So maybe you could not uh, look at his negatives and focus on the positives. And then you can work together to enrich the show even more. Okay. So I just basically ignore his cries for help. Is he crying for help? I I think it's a cry for help. All right. What what uh, what would give you that impression? Well, every time we stop recording, he says, "Fuck this shit. I don't want to do it anymore." I have noticed some uh, feelings of uh, repressed uh, inadequacy. That's what I'm saying. You're telling me just ignore that? 
do you want to improve the quality of his life or do you want to put him under your thumb and have more fun with it? Because um, I could teach you to do both. In truth, I just don't want him jumping off a building and, and for me to have to feel guilty about it for the rest of my life. It would be a much more interesting show, I think, if you really found his spots and his buttons and just pushed him to the edge. What do you think his weaknesses it's, are? It's nice to know that you're so concerned about his health. <laughs> oh, he's back. What okay, kind we have of to say fucking doctor again. are you? My God. This guy's a fucking quack. You didn't find me through the yellow pages. <laughs> How did I find you? I let my fingers do the walking. Yeah. <laughs> they still are, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> this is just so stupid. Preston's returned to the studio here. I trust Dr. Fraser Crane before I <laughs> trust this quack's advice. He wants me to force you to continue with your suicidal tendencies for the good of the show. <laughs> well, you know, if it brings in ratings. Are there ratings, though? Who the fuck knows? We don't even know. As far as we know, we have three fans in Ohio, and that's it. <laughs> and that's only because we sang the WKRP theme song. Why don't we get to a story so I can stay <laughs> a little bit longer? <laughs> that's a... Well, uh, perhaps we should get to a story here. All right. I vote for this one. Well, you don't get to vote for it. You just get to pick it out of a pile. Okay, so well, pick I'm one picking, out of... picking this one. We've had a story submission by John Osborne. Would that be any relation to Joan Osborne? Or Ozzy Osborne? Or <laughs> other Osborne? Other <laughs> Perhaps he has family somewhere. Perhaps he has relatives. Yes, he is from England, as 90% of our authors have been so far. Because that's where the word whore is most popular. Yeah, big in it, England. This story is called Babysitting Prince by John Osborne. I thought you might want to give it a little bit of a spin. I'll give it a spin, and then if I suck, you read it. Maybe it's about food. Mm. If it's about food, then I'm on it. I missed 2004 because I was unconscious. It was the best year of my life. I still remember the dreams I had in the hospital. Occasionally, I'll confuse the dreams with what actually happened. When I woke, I told my friends of a dream I had where Princess Diana died in a car crash in Paris. They laughed, said it happened years before I went into the hospital. I told them I dreamt I got divorced. This time, they didn't laugh when they corrected me. When I regained my consciousness, I had a new spring in my step. Restaurants were my new passion. I lost so much weight while I was ill that I relished putting it on again. I treated my friends to platters and seafood restaurants. We would stuff our faces in all-you-can-eat Chinese restaurants. I didn't like the taste of alcohol anymore, though. It was too much like medicine. The hardest thing was losing my apartment. I found my belongings in two cardboard boxes in the caretaker's office, only recognizable as mine by the post-it notes with my name on it. I am sure the television blaring in the corner of the room was mine. I took the armful You're of... slowing down. Am I? Should I do it in the little drunken girl voice? No, fuck you. <sighs> I need to talk to the doctor about that. <laughs> but at the moment, I'm just going to the washroom. So you read that. 
That's me slamming my headphones on the table in anger. We're going to have to address this after the story. (laughs) Oh, and she slammed the door, too. Uh, I tell you, Matt is a hatter. (laughs) Continue with the story. I'll continue with the story. It's quite enjoyable. My brother had got married and moved to Canada, but as the sibling rivalry we had as children turned into apathy as we got older, hearing the news of his departure did not bother me. I was grateful to have been unconscious throughout their wedding. I used to babysit Prince. I would sit cross-legged on the floor in his bedroom and read him stories, play with the tractors on his farm. I think that that was one of the dreams, though. I'm not certain it happened. The End The End Babysitting Prince by John Osborne who may or may not be a relation to Ozzy or Joan Osborne. Have you ever noticed, though, that when people refer to specific places in our nation, they always say Toronto, Canada. They'll never say the province, but if you go to the U.S., it's, you know, New York, New York, or Cleveland, Ohio. You know, they don't say Cleveland, United States. I think it's because the assumption is that no one knows Canadian geography, including Canadians. Canada is a goldfish named Gerald. (laughs) I'm back. Did you miss me? Hey, you're smoking my cigarettes. No, I'm not. Uh Uh-huh. What else would you call it? Are they really your cigarettes? Doctor. Did you finish the story? Yes. Was, Was it a good story? I missed the ending. Yes, you did. Because you left. In a huff. I didn't leave in a huff. I had to go pee. All right, Dr. Freud. But I think there's actually this gentleman, John Osborne, I think is was not ill. Uh, he's making it sound like he was in a coma and away for some period of time, but I think it might have been a drug-induced absence. You think? I think he was on the smack. I think he might have been doing some needle drugs. Needle drugs. What do you feel about this author, word whore? Um. What does this story say to you? Story says to me, um... Chinese restaurants are bad, and and post-it notes are good. Do you understand the plight of the protagonist? <laughs> Do you feel any empathy for this person? No. No, of course I don't. There's something about tractors and a farm that I missed. Why Why didn't I get Tractors to and a farm? What are you talking about? Play with tractors on his farm. I missed all that. Yes, you walked out. I didn't walk out. I told you I was going to the washroom. Now, this babysitting prince, is Prince a child or is it a pet? Uh, I would assume it's a child just because of the stories and the playing with tractors, although... I think he means prince. Every every prince that I know other than... (laughs) No, I think he means prince. The artist formerly known as? Yes. (laughs) But now again known as. (laughs) But now again, yes. I never clued into that. Although I'm not surprised you did. Well, I think that's why he sent it, because he knows I so love he's babysitting Prince. prince. Well, we've already established <laughs> that the word whore is already, you know... Except that with Levels prince. above Preston Buttons. I love Prince. <laughs> yeah, except Prince wasn't a child at the time. He just looked like one. Don't make fun of Prince's size ever. He's the perfect size for you to pick him up and spin him around. Put him in your pocket for good luck. Uh, yeah, for good luck. Yeah. <laughs> That's Show us your why lucky I'm putting him in my pocket. Let's go crazy. So can you fill me in on the ending? I'll read the last paragraph again. Thank you. My brother had got married and moved to Canada, but as the sibling rivalry we had as children turned into apathy as we got older, hearing the news of his departure did not bother me. I was grateful to have been unconscious throughout their wedding. I used to babysit Prince. 
I would sit cross-legged on the floor in his bedroom and read him stories, play with the tractors on his farm. I think that was one of the dreams, though. I'm not certain it happened. He does mean Prince. You don't put Prince in capitals unless you mean Prince. That's all I'm saying. Why do we stare at each other? I'm hearing doves cry right now. Is there any way I can say the name Prince without you bastardizing his fucking beautiful music? Uh, no. Have we really been going for 46 minutes strong already? Yes. And strong is a very strong word. (laughs) That is my clinical assessment, then. You have not clinically assessed anything, you fucking moron. Uh, Well, you're already perfect, so I I have no (laughs) issues with you. (laughs) Whose ass is Dr. Van Milhausen (laughs) kissing now? (laughs) Dr. Van Meltdown has completely lost all credibility as a result of our show. I I personally think that you took it too easy on Preston. I well, think he's he, in a very fragile state. Uh, I think he has some problems, and I think we need to work through them. And I was hoping you were here to do that, but obviously you're just here for a fucking... To use us for your own fucking fame and your own <laughs> ladder climbing. In all seriousness, if you want to address Preston Button's issues, then we certainly can. I'm not suicidal. I'm homicidal. And increasingly I, either so. Either one affects me. <laughs> I'm going to pay one yeah. way or the other. You're in That's danger what of I'm losing saying. a partner or losing yourself. <laughs> yeah, see? It affects me. One of us has got a sense go. of loss is there. <laughs> Just sitting here, all I feel like doing is slapping the back of my neck and yelling, Take cover, Arizona. I have no idea what that's in reference to. You know, it's scary that we need a fucking psychiatrist for a psychiatrist. <laughs> I think it's a bit of Luckily, a I work off. for cheap. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, I think it's time to sign off. It's too bad that my bottom lipstick note doesn't come across on air. <laughs> so do you have a rating for this uh, story? Um, No, because I didn't hear it all in its entirety. I just know people slept and died and ate Chinese food. I used to babysit Prince. I used to spin him around <laughs> on a trapeze above my bed. Does there, story... were, there were mirrors and leather straps and toys. This is funny. I'm choice. not sure it happened, though. It may have been a dream. <laughs> I think this story may be an excuse for this individual to talk about his fantasies through dream sequences as a form of denial. Hmm. Denial of what? Denial of his own reality that he's created for himself. Why would you deny a reality you created? You I don't think this person has the faculties to really... I don't think this doctor knows <laughs> fuck what he's talking about. If you're going to create a reality, you're not going to deny it. You're not going to create it and deny it. You're going to deny your real one and create a new one. Well, right? You could deny your creator. But so, never getting too philosophical. So I'm being pegged as the vacuous idiot of the show. <laughs> And I bring in a so-called expert, and I know more about psychology than he does. <laughs> Even more than Tom Cruise, for God's sakes. Oh, now you might be pushing it. Oh, you don't think I know more <laughs> oh, than Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise knows everything about everything, doesn't he? Um, I don't know. He's banging Katie Holmes, though. I don't think Katie Holmes holds a torch, though, to the word horror. Of course oh, she doesn't. Who does? Although I'd like to hold a torch to the word whore right now. <laughs> Ooh! 
A flashlight, I meant. You know, the English word for torch. Or for That's not what you meant. Obviously. You actually meant, you wanted me, you wanted to light me on fire. You were already on fire, honey. You were very hot. See, now they're being facetious. <laughs> we're, uh, we're here with a uh, bored working girl. Uh, hello there, bored working girl. Hi. Oh, she sounds really bored. <laughs> really bored. What's going on? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Did you, did you get that hair out of your throat? No, it's still there. I've been spitting like crazy. Have you, have you tried sticking your finger uh, in your throat? Not yet. I have to wait until I get home. <laughs> this sucks. Or uh, until after you have a meal. I guess. I don't want to swallow it, though, because I don't know where it came from. Good point. Yeah, well, uh, you, you got to be careful with those things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, so there is no word on the street? Is that what you're saying? Nothing. Uh, you know, I love talking to you. <laughs> and she loves talking to you, too. I, th- I think she's reading a magazine right <laughs> Probably. now. Probably. She's disappeared on us. Uh, did you get a customer? Is that the problem? No, no. No, you're just bored of this conversation already, aren't you? Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, we can check in with you uh, at a later time and and uh, maybe uh, get some kind of life out of you. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> what are you guys doing later? Oh, oh, probably uh, at this point putting a gun in my mouth, I, I'm thinking. <laughs> Anywho. Okay, well, we'll let you go get back to, uh, to flipping through the Victoria's Secret. Okay. Enjoy your night. Thanks. <laughs> Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Bye. This is Dr. Terrence Van Melt. <laughs> Well-respected guest on the air at my short show. Signing off. And hope well, to be invited again. Well-respected? <laughs> you know, you take a guy home once. <laughs> And all of a sudden, he thinks he's a psychiatrist. Following me around. It's not my fault he came in here. Good night. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com.